I'd like us just in the first little bit just to revisit Anna's prophecy about the glass blower uh, and just this sense of praying two things really. One is that God helps us keep very much in the fire of his presence, that there's a real Holy Spirit dynamic constantly um, among us, and also just that we allow the Lord to keep shaping what's happening amongst us and we don't get preconceived or kind of we don't we don't kind of think we know what it's going to look like we just allow something to take place i know it's it's a picture and it's you know but you can get the imagery can't you so what i'd like us to do now you've all sat down is if we can all stand um and what i'd like us to do is one after the other if you feel you'd just like to pray for us as a family of churches just come out to the front Grab the microphone and lead us, right? Just pray into that prophecy that God will really have his way among us. I just want to encourage you with prayer. If someone's praying and we can all say amen, then that's, you know, that, that touches heaven. We don't all have to, it's not the number of prayers, it's the kind of just getting behind it, okay? So if a whole load of you just want to come out, just, just feel free. Just to, Even if someone's prayed what you're going to pray, great. Just pray it again, all right? So... Who's going to be first? Just pray into that prophecy. Just pray for God to keep stirring us and working with us. Just form a queue if you want to, right? Just need a few of you. Come on, you have to be quicker than this because we're... Uh... Yeah, Heavenly Father, we, we thank you for your presence with us thus far. And we, we think about the things Mike's highlighted on. Lord, we are... Lord, we, we're wanting those, those burning hearts, Lord, as we were praying in our group, wanting, wanting not just burning hearts, but burning hearts that then move to a place of joy and a place of peace. Lord, we, 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 we pray, Holy Spirit, will you, will you shape us? We, we don't, we don't want to be in control, Lord. We, 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 we want to we wanna allow you, Lord, to, to move us on, to direct us, Lord, uh, Lord, where, where we got those tendencies to, to, to take hold of stuff and understand it, Lord, we thank you that you're patient with us, that you break those cycles in our minds. But Lord, we, we declare together today, Lord, we, we don't want to control it. We don't want to uh, uh, finalize the destination, Lord. We, we don't want to be those, Lord, that, that, are, that are just fulfilling our ideas, Lord. We, we want to say anything goes. Lord, Lord, if, if we know that you're alongside us, as you say, I'm here, peace be with you, and you've given us your joy and your peace. Lord, Lord, that, that's what we live for. That's what we're hungry and thirsty for, Lord. So let, let that become more of a reality, we pray for your glory in Jesus' name. Yeah, Lord God, uh, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for what's been revealed to our hearts through your word. And Lord, we... We want to be continually in that fire, that furnace with you, Lord. We pray, Holy Spirit, that you draw each one of us close to you, Lord, that, that we would purpose our lives to be close with, to you, to your word and to obey your word, Lord God. And Lord, we want you to shape us, Lord. We pray, Holy Spirit, that you'll blow into us uh, and into our works, Lord God, that you would not only just shape us, Lord God, but you would shape uh, ex all the churches, Lord. Uh, and we don't know what you've got uh, in mind, Lord God, for our, how our churches should look and how we should look, Lord God. But you, you know it. You know it. We don't know it, but you know it, Lord. And we pray, Lord, that you would uh, inspire every 
action, every thought, all our plannings and things like that, Lord, that, but that you would shape them, Lord, for your glory um, in this earth. In Jesus' name. Jesus, I want to pray that we would be a people that are shaped by your fire. Lord God, I want to pray that just like a forest fire can change direction because of the wind coming and sending it in a different way. I pray that we would be like that, Lord God, that we would be those that um, are, are totally open to the fire of God and the wind of God leading us and shaping us and building us and growing us and sending us into things, Lord God, that we never thought possible, Lord, but because of your fire, because of your wind, Lord, uh, paths are made new by it, Lord Jesus. So I pray we would be a people, Lord God, that are so open to the Spirit of God leading us and building us up, Jesus. I pray that just as fire uh, burns away impurity, Lord God, I want to ask that we would be known as a people that are pure, that resolve ourselves as Daniel did to be those that are pure for the Lord, undefiled for Him, that we would be those that take seriously the, the holiness of God, that, Lord, we would be known uh, in this nation and the nations as a people that are, are renowned as being holy as He is holy, Lord, not in a kind of over-the-top way, not in a kind of taking our, our pickets and standing outside places, but just in a way that communicates the love and the affection and the grace of God, but in a pure way, Lord Jesus. So we pray, lead us and shape us by your fire in your name. Yeah, Lord, we just thank you so much for that promise of provision that Mike highlighted, that promise of the Father, the Holy Spirit. And uh, even now, we just, uh, we don't just hold out our hands as, as we, we, as it were, say, Lord, 2,000 years later, here in Ipswich, we are absolutely as desperately needy as those men and women who you prophesied over. We say, God, right today, we want to pray for the power that raised Jesus from the dead to blow into us, through us, into the churches that we represent, into the streets, the highways, the byways, the universities, the playgroups, Lord, the, the police stations, the, the, the schools, all the different places that you've placed us and our churches. We ask today, Lion of Judah, would you roar over us? Lord, we ask it. We've come here to meet with you. We bless your name, Lord God, that this has never been about strategic thinking. Lord God, that's very obvious with us. And we just celebrate the fact that that doesn't mean that, Lord, we are sort of, you know, we are bound to a life without seeing amazing things. Far from it. Lord, we want to believe huge things. We, we believe you want us to live in victory, Lord. Do you want us to live in a place of seeing breakthrough and advance and fruit? And so we just say, Lord, would you blow on us, Lord? Would you blow on, Lord, every endeavor that you've put in our hearts? Lord God, would you equip us? Lord, we don't want to be a people who start by the Spirit and end up not continuing in the Spirit. No way. We want to be a people who continue to live by the Spirit. Lord, if we've quenched you, Lord, if we've grieved you, Holy Spirit, we quickly want to say, Lord, forgive us. And we just drink you in afresh today. Glorious King, we love you. We desperately need you. And we thank you. You just love a little, just a little mustard seed of faith. That's all it needs from, from us to say, right, I'm coming. And we just say, Lord, come upon us. Be upon us, Lord. Lord, let these days count, Lord God, for eternity. In Jesus' name, amen. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, Lord, I thank you that you are a God who comes and walks alongside us. <laughs> thank you that you are so close to us right now, right here. And I, I pray for all those who are here today, for whom Mike's word is very pertinent. Those who feel like they're walking on the road and have not yet encountered the resurrection power of God in their situations. I pray for them now. Come, Lord Jesus. Just stroll alongside them. The psalmist says, you hold me by the right hand and you lead me forward. Come, take us, Lord Jesus. 
And I pray, I pray for those who are in that situation, those moments, that you would give them that revelation of your love for them, which provided so far, so much, that you went to the cross and was broken for them. And as the disciples on the road, had you revealed to them in the breaking of the bread and the wine, come reveal your, your, your love, which was broken at the cross for us. For those who are walking that road and, and just want to know when will that resurrection power break in, come reveal your love which conquers over all things. Pour it out unto their hearts. Holy Spirit, come pour out the love and the closeness of the Lord Jesus upon us, we pray. Yeah, I, um, I kind of saw a picture a little bit earlier on. I think it fits in with uh, what we're doing at the moment. And I saw in, in my mind's eye pictures maybe of similar to what we've seen on the TV of some of the refugees who've been, uh, you know, can imagine them fenced in, hands on the, uh, the fencing, sort of desperate faces. And I felt, um, uh, and obviously our hearts are moved by that, but I, I, felt, I felt God just saying, uh, just think about this for a minute. And he drew my attention to the Apostle John. And uh, John, there he is, uh, trapped as it were on this hemmed in on this island patmos and you kind of think in in terms of uh, how we might strategically plan you know kind of positioning for apostolic advance house arrest on a little island uh, i didn't quite know where patmos is probably some of you do but it's like it's a strange strategy for apostolic breakout and for impact and uh, an advance uh, and yet what happened was because john i guess had so little to do, he ended up having such encounter with Jesus. And in the plans and purposes of Jesus for his church, that encounter is still kind of ricocheting down through the years and equipping the church in generation after generation. We've even sung this morning songs taken out of that encounter, which have just struck fresh chords in our own hearts. And I felt as though the Lord was wanting to say to us, I think us as a family, and then secondly to some of us as individuals today, that insofar as we may feel constrained, hemmed in, or frustrated, I, th I feel it kind of relates a bit to the financial thing, that we, we can't perhaps do everything we want to do. We might feel, feel ourselves to be a little bit hemmed in, a bit held back, rattling on the fence in frustration. Come on, Lord, we, we thought we got a plan and we can't go ahead. I felt as though the Lord... Uh, calling us into fresh, deep encounter with him. And maybe there's even something strategically for us in that to be thinking about at this time, about how if we can't do certain actions, how we can freshly press in to encountering Jesus in corporate gatherings. But then I think secondly, it applies to some of us today. And if you're feeling hemmed in and frustrated, maybe things are just difficult for you. It's, it could be financial. It could be lack of team, lack of opportunity. Uh, you haven't got the people you want to train up. This could apply in lots of different ways. But if you're feeling hemmed in and you're that, face, that kind of slightly desperate face rattling the cage, thinking, I, I want to get through. I can see some space there. I can't get to it. I feel as though the Lord is, is kind of wanting to promise something of equal richness to you that was given to John. Uh, and so maybe if you can't do some stuff, well, spend some time with Jesus instead, and you'll be glad that you did.
Let's all just kind of have a burst of prayer. Just lift your voices. Let's pray for this, this glass-blowing thing. It's, just, it's all around this thing about God, shape us, shape us, shape us. Keep breathing on us. Keep breathing on us. Just use, just pray in English, pray in tongues, whatever. Just as the Spirit gives you. Let's push in. Let's push in on this. Just want to share something off the, off the back of, of, of what was just shared there. Um, I've been living a lot in uh, just the journey of Moses, Exodus, Exodus 33 especially, and many of you will know the story. Uh, there's a moment where God says to Moses, um, and, and he says to the people, he said, I'm going to deliver my promises. You can have the promised land. Uh, I just want to say, God is faithful to his word and to his promises. What was interesting that when God said that, he said, I, 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 the people will bow before you. I'm even going to send an angel, but I'm not going because you're so obstinate. <laughs> Actually, I might kind of just wipe you off the face of the earth. And uh, 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 that brings great comfort in knowing that God is faithful to his promises. But the response of the people was to say, do you know what? The end doesn't justify the means. The vision that you've given us, God, actually, what's more important is that you go with us. It is so important that what sets us apart is your presence. That's what he said. And as that prophetic word was being shared, you know, th th those, those different kind of just colors within the glass, you know, there'll be many things going on, and it will just be colored with Jesus. It will look different here, and it will look different there but it will just be coloured with Jesus as we go on a journey with him. What will set us apart is him. It is him. Our responsibility is to say, God, we go with you. And if you don't say, leave this place, we won't leave this place. But if you say go and you're with us, then we will go. What's interesting is Moses, when he got to the end of his life, you know the story, he got there. He never set foot in that promised land. And some might say that's quite sad, but, but, but actually you look back and it says, but he was a man like no other who had walked with God and talked as a man face to face. I'd rather that than the promised land and the land flowing with milk and honey, wouldn't you? If God says we can have both, that's even better. But can, can I just pray that for us? Yeah, yeah. Father, I just want to thank you so much. I want to thank you that you have called us your own. And Lord Jesus, we, we above all else, Lord, we, we love you. And we do long for your presence, Lord God. 
And Lord, we, we, we ask, Lord, that you would lead us as a family. You would lead us as a people. Lord God, we say we will not set foot from this place if you do not say to move up from here, Lord God. And we say when you say go, we will go, Lord God. Lord, But let it be said of us, Lord, that what separates us from anything else on the face of this planet is you, Lord Jesus. Lord, that you would color and flavor and scent absolutely everything that we do, Lord, that we would be your fragrance and aroma across the face of this globe, Lord God. We don't have a clue where you're going to take us, Lord God, but take us, we ask, Lord. Please, Lord. Lord, help us to be content to wait. Lord, help us to be content to run. Lord, help us to be content at all times, Lord God, as long as we are in your presence, Lord God. Lord, and for those at the moment, Lord, who are just struggling, feeling outside of your presence, and say, Lord, where are you? Lord, I just ask, just make yourself known to them afresh, Lord. Lord, thank you. Lord, these promises that you've spoken, uh, Lord, maybe dashed hope, dashed promises. Lord, we know that you are faithful to your promises, true to your word. We thank you for that, Lord God. Lord, but we don't covet that. We covet you. We do, Lord. Amen. Amen. Just take your seats a minute and um, just just sort of share some things that we can begin to pray into where we do sense the sort of the last blowing moment. Uh, one is really quite hot off the press, and I kind of don't even I don't even know quite how to share it because it's not some people haven't even had conversations with and might be implied in what I'm about to say. But well, that's how it is. All right. So well, <laughs> I'll do my best. Um, uh, Norman, could you just say about what's happening with your, uh, what started with your cluster and how that is being shaped, and then I'll go on from there to say what I think might be happening. Uh, some time ago, I think it was a year or so ago, Mike spoke about clusters, um, perhaps having weekends together, uh, gathering together in that way, and um, <coughs> in the cluster that um, I represent with others, uh, which is Bury, Newmarket, Stowmarket, Ipswich, Colchester, uh, we uh, been looking and uh, planning and have now actually uh, put in a deposit on a Trinity Showground here in Ipswich uh, for the 16th, 17th and 18th of June 2017. So it's a year and nine months away, um, uh, which is a Friday evening, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, to get together now, I think we've also had uh, a lot of interest. I, I know Lowestoft have said they want to be in with us, and Harlow, I believe, has said they would. And I, I, I believe there's uh, rumblings from Norwich that they possibly would like to be with us, which is just excellent as well. Um, but the amazing thing is, as things stand at the moment, I don't know how that will work if there's more and more people, but uh, that, uh, at the, the price that we're, we're trying to negotiate with them at the moment will include food, uh, two, two meals, uh, their catering. I don't know how that's going to work exactly. Um, but we're uh, really keen that we should just be together for that weekend. Uh, some will be camping. Of course, the Ipswich people won't. They, they, you know, they'll be coming in their pyjamas, I expect. But uh, um, they'll be camping and day visiting, which is just great. I'm really, I really hope that we can get uh, Terry there. Uh, Mike is going to do the, uh, the, you know, the negotiations there. Um, on the Saturday night, we're thinking we'd have an enough prayer evening. And uh, we know that uh, that will lure Terry in. And uh, we hope that he will come for that. And then we'll be able to, uh, you know, hear him speak as well. Um, I've also got this notion. I don't know whether it's uh, too big, but I would love, again, to let uh, Edward Berea be uh, let loose on us and to just let his burning hot zeal 
for church planting and for the love of the gospel to just come to us all. So I'm really hoping for that. I want Mike to be there to speak. And we've, we're planning, Mark's, uh, uh, I don't know how the negotiation's going on this, so I'll be careful what I say, but we're, we've got somebody in mind to do some excellent children's work and also to gather our teens. Uh, the facilities there are just excellent. There's, uh, you know, good rooms that we can use in many different shapes and, and sizes. And also that um, there is a a big cattle shed there as well, which we're hoping will be used, because knowing we live in England, that we will use that for other activities that, so we can be together. Because I've always been very concerned that we call ourselves relational mission, and I'm thinking all the time, how can we do things that build the relationship between ourselves, one another, and God himself? So that's uh, June uh, 2017, 16th, 17th of 18th. Uh, we're hoping by Christmas to have publicity out and uh, we hope to have negotiated with all the people who said they'd come. So, there you go, Mike. Now, the reason I wanted Norman to say that is that, um, you remember we said, we felt that God has just kept constraining us and stopping us and closing doors to one big event for all of us. And that's been a kind of source of somewhat perplexity to me and slight embarrassment as well, thinking, well, I kind of, it's the most obvious thing to do. But everything we tried, God said, no, 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 no. So you, all oh right, okay. So, and then I think actually because we did that, I think the enough thing has been birthed, which I feel strategically from heaven is vital because to get, you know, hundreds and thousands of people praying, stoking prayer is, is vital. So I think God has kind of birthed that. But we did say to clusters, look, 2017, we've got leadership conference 2016, but 2017, we're kind of leaving that a bit, a bit open. So if you want to do your own weekend events, Let's just see what happens. Noth nothing happened apart from Norman's one. Um, and then a few weeks ago, um, I was just having a conversation with Morris, and he just said something to me like, uh, I can't remember exactly what it was, but something like, um, I think we need some weekend kind of gathering point on the mainland. And the moment he said it, I thought, I, I, or the, the moment he said it, I got faith for it. I suddenly thought, we do. We do. There's a mainland presence, a weekend thing to gather people from all the mainland European countries. We keep asking people to come to the island. Well, let's go to the mainland. So I thought, no, that, that's right. And then as we just prayed about it, and I was sort of praying about it with, uh, at home on my own, just talking to one of I just felt the Lord say, there's another one. Um, and I've had some conversations with, I'm not going to say with who, but someone else, uh, a kind of a, an, another Norman-type character uh, amongst us, where we might end up with another one in the UK. So what I'm kind of feeling, the glass-blowing thing going, is that it may be 2017, we could have two UK and one mainland, big weekends, so instead of doing one, we do three. So we, um, we multiply right from the beginning. Now, it may be, even after saying this, that others of you will say, well, actually, we're going to do one. Uh, and what we want to try and do is just organically watch what the Lord is doing in this. Nothing's set in stone apart from Norman's, which if we all go to that, he'll be, well, troubled. Um, but, you know, uh, but the bills will be paid. But, I mean, it that, would, that would be... so. And I think it might be that we'd say to people that you can go which one you want. You know, there may be like a one up here and one further south somewhere. Hint, hint. Um, and, <laughs> and then the mainland, um, maybe Holland, Germany, something like that. I don't know. But I, I, this is all kind of it not quite formed. 
but I feel the Lord is speaking about this. So it seemed to me rather than come to you with a polished product, I'd rather come to you with a prophetic nudge and say, let's pray uh, and see how this kind of shapes out. Because you, we could end up gathering, I don't know, a thousand at a time. And what we were thinking is very light touch, so it'll have an overall theme that goes across all of them, a, a kind of a branding, marketing, whatever, and some vision and some content to, to, to kind of make sure that we communicate the whole thing. But actually, to leave it to people on the ground, to actually flavor it, shape it, host it, make it their own, just bring all the gifts and creativity to bear. So we really just, we just release people and say, look, just, just bring your own unique blend to the way your, your, um, your weekend looks like. So low control, high accountability. Just, just release people, release people, so that there's a, there's a multiplied effect right from the get-go. Could we pray about that? Because I, I kind of feel God is in this somehow, uh, and uh, we desperately need prayer saying, Lord, show us how to do. So let's all get on our feet. And um, Hugh, does your word fit into this? No, you're good. Okay, right, that's fine. Um, you can try. No, no don't, don't, don't do the gymnastics. Uh, right, let, let's, uh, let's get in groups for this, just twos and threes. Get into groups. Find people different to last time because um, you've had enough of them. Uh, just find someone... Just pray for God to guide us, lead us, and show us what to do. Just going to try and get us to pray for a few more things quickly again, just to keep us moving. Um, Tom Scrivens, where are you? Ah, could you come and uh, just talk about scent? I think there's, I don't know if there's a video or something, but I'll leave it to you. Okay. Hello there, my name's Tom, um, I'm one of the elders here at Hope Church in Ipswich, and uh, in February, myself along with uh, Paul and Jude Hatton, who are based at Kings in Norwich, are heading up Scent, which is an event for 18 to 30s right across Relational Mission, the first one of these events, which we're really looking forward to. Um, what we're going to be having, it's just a two-day event, it's going to be short, um, but in the future we see this event evolving to be a longer event and, uh, and a bigger event indeed. Mike is praying that we'll have 400 people there, and uh, so he's a man of faith, and I want to ride on the back of that faith and pray that we'll have many, many hundreds of people there um, enjoying God together. We've got some great guest speakers lined up, so we've got uh, Mike, we've got Tom Shaw, we've got Dan Goodman, we've got a number of other people bringing uh, stuff at seminars, uh, we've got, uh, we're going to have a gig, we're going to have speed dating, um, it's going it's to be fantastic. So uh, can, I <laughs> can I encourage you, um, if you've got people... Uh, in that age bracket in your church to, to, to encourage them to get along to Scent. Um, we have a website, scentevent.co.uk. Um, all the information's on there and a promo video as well that you can show in your churches. Um, it's going to be a fantastic time together. And my heart is that is simply that a generation will, um, be, uh, will, will come to spend their lives for Jesus, that they will simply see that there's nothing else worth spending their lives on than, than Jesus and his mission, um, that people will come away from that weekend uh, not necessarily knowing the details of their lives, just as we've been hearing about this morning, but that their hearts will burn for Jesus, and they will resolve, I am going to live for him, and I'm going to do whatever it takes to honor him in my life. So that's what my heart is for that weekend. Um, really excited about it. So would you join me in praying uh, for 400 to be there? Why not? Let's go for it in prayer for that. And let's pray as well that God would meet with us powerfully and that the lasting result of it will be that, that hundreds of young men and women will resolve to spend their lives for Jesus. 
So should we go for a burst of prayer on that? Is that okay? Why don't you stand up? Father God, we, let's join, let's pray together. Father God, we pray for this weekend in February, Lord, that you will come and presence yourself amongst us in a powerful way. Father God, we ask, Lord, that you would come and drench us in your power. Would you come and have your way amongst us? Would you come and lift our eyes afresh to the great mission, the great purposes of Jesus Christ in the world? Father God, I pray that many men and women would resolve to go to nations for you, that they would resolve to speak about Jesus in their neighborhoods and in their workplaces and in their universities. Father God, would you come and lift our eyes to what you're doing in the world? We want to be on board with what you're doing. Lord, we don't want to live for our own ambitions, but for what you're doing in the world. So, Father God, we ask that you would come and drench us in your power that weekend. Would you come and presence yourself amongst us in a powerful way? Let us be sent from there, Lord. Let us be commissioned afresh for the glory of Jesus Christ, for his church, for his kingdom. Father God, would you come and do great things amongst us? Would there be many there, Lord? I pray that many would uh, come and have lives changed, Lord, in your presence together. In Jesus' name. Oh, Lord, we love you. Come and do a great work. Yeah. Father God, we just ask that you would come and drench us in your presence at that weekend. Father God, we long for more of your power in our lives. We long for you to come and meet with us in powerful ways. So we pray, Lord, for every young man and woman who goes to that event, that they will walk away completely changed as they've met with you in great power. Father God, I pray that there would be a, a fresh sense of commissioning to, to neighbours and to nations. Father God, I pray that you'd even put nations on people's hearts, Lord, that weekend, that you would impress on their hearts where they are to go for you. Father God, I pray that there be uh, people who will make decisions about what they're going to do with their money, what they're going to do in their employment, what they're going to do, who they're going to marry, Lord, but based on uh, a sense of, I want to spend my life for Jesus. I pray in Jesus' name, Lord, that there be lasting effects from Sent 2016, and we'd see it evolve and snowball into a great event that will bring you much glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I feel God wants to give us faith for this event to propel us forward as a whole family of churches. What I'm seeing is um, a a massive rubber band and the guys who are on the weekend stretching it forward from a base point and moving it out. And then because of that, when the weekend is finished, instead of them getting pulled back towards us, we're, every church is going to get pulled forward towards in the spirit where they have got to. And it's something about mission and church planting. It's something about being moved forward in the purposes of God and what he has for us. So, Lord, I pray that by your spirit, you will fulfill that prophetic picture. I pray that your anointing upon that gathering will be such that it then pulls us all forward, that church after church after church is impacted by what you've done in the lives of this age group, that this generation will pull us forward in Jesus' name. Amen. I think it's, uh, thanks, please take your seats. I was so encouraged that please get hold of all your 18s and th- people in their 30s, 18s to 30s, get hold of them, book them in, click the button for them, pay for them. I really encouraged uh, Tom to uh, make sure the speed dating was there because if no other reason, that's, it really does. I mean, seriously, uh, there's, I, I, the number of churches I go around and you've got groups of women looking for husbands, groups of guys looking for wives. I think, how do you make this kind of happen? And so speed dating is 
fundamental, not only to getting 400 people there, but fundamental to helping people meet one another. So I think 400's possible, don't you? I mean, I, let's go for it and let's, let's really encourage people. And I, I feel this is a very, very significant development. And Tom and the guys worked so hard on this. Well done, Tom. I, really, well done on this. You've worked really hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is for people who are married as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, they can't, the only difference is they can't do the speed dating. Well, that's the, that's, the, that's, the, that's the sort of... Yeah, we'll put a disclaimer on about that. Uh, right, have we got the leadership uh, conference video, Dan, somewhere around? Wonderful. Right, so just... I um, uh, want you to just have a quick watch about this video. Forgive the fact it's me again, but you won't see much of me after this session, all right? So um, I'll blend into the background. So just watch this for a couple of minutes. Sorry, I sprung that on you down a bit, really, but uh, I know you can find it. Here we go. In the summer of 2014, we gathered here in Norwich in this very auditorium for our first leadership conference's relational mission. Uh, people came from far and wide. Uh, the room was full of people. We worshipped together, we prayed together, we fellowshiped together, we heard God together. It was a wonderful atmosphere. And out of that, real momentum began to form. For example, the Enough prayer gatherings are now seeing regularly 2,000 people giving half nights to pray together. Pathways from Poverty, Church for a Broken World, Everyone a Witness, lots of initiatives had their origins and their birthing out of what God did in this conference. In June 2016, we'll be gathering here again in Norwich in the UK, and I'd like to invite you, if you're in leadership in any capacity, workplace or local church come and join with us we're going to worship together pray together listen to God together I think it's going to be a very key time when we focus afresh on vision and values for the way ahead when we perhaps recall in years to come how God has led us from this point we'll remember I was there when God said this bookings are now open and booking in for the conference really couldn't be easier. You just visit the Relational Mission website and all the details you need to know will be on there. So we'd love to see you. We'd love to gather together as a family to celebrate God, to worship Him, to enjoy Him, to declare the wonders of our Saviour, the Lion and the Lamb, our great King. But also as we gather to Him, He's going to gather to us. He's going to strengthen us in our weakness. He's going to give us vision for the journey. He's going to put fuel in our tanks for all the fruitfulness that he wants us to have in the coming years. So I really look forward to seeing you next June. Okay, so if we could just pray for Leash Converse. That video is now going to be live, so you can show it on Sundays, tweet it, Facebook it, do whatever you want to do with it. Uh, last time we gathered, there was about 620, I think, who, who came to the conference. I, we've kind of tried to increase the capacity, so we could probably take about 700 this time. So I'd like us to really pray that we fill that place uh, with leaders from, you know, all, all around everywhere. So um, could we have a bit of a burst for that? For It's a real key time for us to gather as, as leaders. I thought the last time was just such fun. I mean, yeah, it was great. It was just such a great time. So can we all get on our feet and have another burst? I know it's getting near lunch, but uh, just a couple more things. So you're earning your, you're earning your food, all right? So uh, just um, get with twos and threes again, all right? Let's just pray for the leadership conference. Pray for a real breakout of God in that time.
something else in. If you can just also pray for Edward and Frida and Pete and Sue Brooks from Australia, because they'll all be with us for the conference. I forgot to mention that. So Edward and Frida from Kenya, Pete and Sue Brooks from Australia coming over to join us. So pray for them as well, just while you're praying.